Stephen here. Welcome to Hamlin's Legal Secrets. Today I'm joined by John Leisure, who is a partner in our real estate team. John regularly advises on a variety of real estate transactions where he acts for both landlords and tenants. Today John's going to be giving us an introduction to leases and let us know what things we should be thinking about right from the start. So John, I don't work in the real estate team. So this is purely for my benefit. Let's start with a simple one. What exactly are leases? Well, Stephen, leases are legal agreements between two parties, a tenant and a landlord, which allow the tenant to occupy a specified space for a set period of time in exchange for some form of rent, usually cash. You can have leases of commercial space, high street shops, distribution warehouses or office floors, or of residential premises, such as a flat or a house. Today we are going to focus more on commercial leases, but the issues we will discuss are usually applicable to both. Okay, so let's imagine someone wants to take a lease. Where should they start? Well, the first thing that they should do is draw up a detailed set of heads of terms. This is the document which outlines the key commercial terms which are agreed between the landlord and the tenant, and it allows the lawyers to draw up the necessary legal papers. The heads of terms are fundamental and should be checked carefully. So what kind of terms would usually be included? They will include obvious terms, such as specifying the space to be let to the tenant, the annual rent which the tenant will pay, and the duration of the lease. It is usual for either the landlord or the tenant, or perhaps both, to have appointed property agents. The agents will assist in advising their clients on purely commercial matters, such as whether the annual rent is appropriate and at open market levels. However, the heads of terms ought to include other, more legal terms. These include details of the service charge and insurance rents the tenant should pay to the landlord, what the landlord's repairing obligation should be, and the terms on which the tenant may carry out alterations to the premises or transfer the lease to a third party. Each of these terms can have the effect of protecting a party and or limiting their liability for costs if properly agreed. However, if they are ignored at this early stage, a client can find themselves exposed down the line. So what should a landlord or a tenant do if they are unsure the terms they are agreeing are suitable? Appoint a solicitor from the beginning of the transaction and involve them early. It is not unusual for parties to think that lawyers should only be involved at the end of the commercial negotiations and believe that they can minimise legal costs by delaying instructing solicitors. Unfortunately, the reverse is often true. By only involving solicitors at the end of negotiating a set of heads of terms, a client can lose valuable legal input, which can often have the effect of speeding up the deal and reducing costs overall. A good solicitor will be able to provide a client with a steer on which terms are appropriate given the nature of the premises and its proposed use. Having this information on day one can be invaluable. Once the heads of terms are agreed, then the lawyers will begin the process of negotiating the formal legal documents. Whilst the party solicitors will obviously take the lead on this, it is important that a client knows and understands the points being negotiated. In the next podcast, we will explore some of these key points in more detail. Thank you very much to John for sharing his insights. And don't forget to take advantage of our free 20-minute consultation by dropping me an email at podcast at hamlins.com. 